tea and toxic. So this is another episode that has taken me 87 takes to record because I haven't just been able to clearly convey the message that I've been trying to get across. And I think what I'm trying to say or what I've been trying to say is that standing on business is hard. Standing on business is hard, especially when it comes to people that you love and you care about. So one thing that I don't think that I noticed that I was doing, because I don't think that it was intentional, but when there are people that I am not closely associated with, or I don't have like a deep love for, or I'm not really attached to them, when they do certain things, it's very, very easy for me to detach. It's very, very easy for me to detach. But when it comes to people that I love and I care about, it's, of course, a lot more difficult. Um, But a part of the reason that it's so difficult is because I just choose to see the best in the people that I love and the people that I care about. So even when they're doing certain things, I'm making excuses for their behavior I'm overlooking things that if it was anyone else, I wouldn't have overlooked. Um, And I really wasn't allowing myself and I wasn't being honest with myself about the way that certain behaviors were making me feel. I wasn't okay with feeling my feelings. Um, And and for for multiple reasons, um, it's a lot going on in the world right now. So when I'm feeling certain ways, I'm low-key like feeling guilty because I mean really is it that big of a deal am I blowing this out of proportion you know there are people in my life that have been actively going through multiple things losing loved ones uh, financial crisis trying to you know navigate parenting through different stages of life co-parenting and like these are real issues that they have been struggling with and trying to overcome and I'm sitting over here crying about some feelings <laughs> and then I'm a strong person right so that goes back to is it really that big of a deal is it really bothering me um is it really really affecting me um because again I, I can handle anything that's thrown at me right so even if it does make me uncomfortable even if it does make me feel away um because I'm so strong I'm impenetrable right so nothing really gets to me Um, and then when I'm living in those spaces, sometimes feeling my feelings, I feel like I'm not showing up as myself because at this point there's an expectation that comes with me. I'm going to be funny. I'm going to be bubbly. I'm, you know, typically the life of the party. But when I get wrapped up in these feelings, I feel like I can't show up as myself because at times, especially here lately, there's been days where I've been in a funk days, like days at a time where I don't want to answer the phone days at a time where I don't want to interact. Um, and I'm kind of just going through the motions and really being in solitude. But at this point, there are so many people that have these expectations of me that feeling like I can't show up as myself. Um, it's, it's an issue, right? And then for some of these feelings, I'm kind of feeling stupid. Like, why do I even feel like this? At all. Like, you know, this person did this or this person did that. You know, they show that they didn't care about your feelings. They didn't have any consideration for you. So why are you missing them? You know, why why do you feel like you still love 
love these people or this person. Like, why are you feeling like that? It makes it, it was making me feel very, very um, just dumb. And that's a, and I'm not dumb. Right. So feeling dumb and I know I'm not dumb. Um, like my heart and my head have been in a constant battle last year. I really felt like my heart betrayed me. I feel like it was so many times where if I had just thought about the situation logically, I would have made another choice, but I allowed my heart and my feelings to make decisions for me. But that's something that I'm used to doing. That's something that I've always done. Now, I'm a very logical person. I think anybody that knows me can say that about me, but I am also a person that makes moves through feelings. So to be in a certain space and be trying to think through something with my heart instead of logically, it put me in bad situations a couple of times. It also came with a lot of confusion. So I'm like, Okay, anytime something like this has happened in the past, I've just been able to be like, oh, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? And move forward. And that's in friendships and relationships. Like I said, I'm one that usually detaches from things very easily and very quickly. But again, it depends on the depth of love. So now I'm dealing with these issues with people that I love a great deal. And I'm not used to having conflict with people that I love a great deal that doesn't happen. I have found myself... Well, I thought I had gotten past that and I, and I was in a space where I had had the, you know, the friends in my life that I was going to have for the rest of my life. Um, you know, I had been able to spot the red flags when it came to relationships. So I wouldn't get involved with somebody that ultimately, you know, wouldn't be around long term. I wouldn't even be bothered, you know, with those types of people. So I wouldn't keep running into these in these. I would never run into these scenarios. Right. Because I know better. I know what a lunatic looks like. I know what a bad friend looks like. So at 30, I'm not going to be running into these different situations because I've done the work, right? I've moved past it. But I didn't really move past it. I was giving people passes for shit because I loved them. And when I really sat down and thought about how that shit was affecting me, it just wasn't okay. But I knew that standing on that business was going to be hard. Because everybody, I'm telling you, everybody act like standing on business is so easy. And it's not. It's not. You go back and forth in your head about your, well, I do, go back and forth in my head all day long about my choices. Am I doing the right thing? Am I being too harsh? Am I being unreasonable? Am I not looking at the role that I play in this situation? Am I not giving this person enough grace? I am constantly battling with myself over what's the best choice? What choice should I be making for me? Because before the choice was never me. I, and it's it's interesting because like, and when I say the choice was never me, I didn't really consider myself in a lot of things. And I would be in therapy with my therapist and a, a question that she was constantly, constantly asking me is, well, how do you show up in this? How does this affect you? How does this make you feel? You're telling me how this affected them. Well, you're in it too. So how, how do you feel? I was completely checked out of how things made me feel. And I was only so concerned about how everyone else would be affected. 
So I really had to take some time to really feel my feelings because I wasn't healing. I was being passive. I was just glossing over the hurt because I didn't want to deal with it. But in order for me to heal, in order for me to be better, I, I had to let it hurt. But I wasn't comfortable with the hurt. It felt like the hurt would be unbearable, especially in the situations that I was in. It felt like, okay, well, I mean, it's bad, but it's really not. Is it really that bad? You know, is this something that I can just push past? Is this something that eventually will just evolve into something else? I mean, this has to change, right? It's not going to stay like this. So if I can just be patient once this person you know, kind of goes through this metamorphosis or, you know, learns the lessons that they need to learn. They're going to show up differently. They're going to show up better, right? And I kept trying to convince myself of that. Um, And that's just not the case all the time. And that was a hard truth for me because there have been people in my life that I have loved, some of them longer, more, I have loved them more years than I have damn near been alive. Like they've been in my life. I have known them more. They have been in my life more than they have not. Because <laughs> why can I explain this? Um, and it was fucked up because I was like, maybe I don't like you the way that I thought I did. Because maybe you're not who I think you are. Maybe I have, have you mistaken. Because I know you certainly have me mistaken. And I just, you know, once once you heal, then you learn, right? But it's got to hurt first. So it's got to hurt. And then you heal. And as you're healing, you're learning. And as you're growing, after you're learning, then it stops you from making similar mistakes. But a lot of times, I don't know if we've kind of just been conditioned to not address shit uh, when our feelings is hurt, because society really doesn't value having feelings. Society really doesn't value um, attachments. Everything's like, oh, it don't matter. You know, I don't give a fuck. You know, if I don't ever talk to them again, they ain't gonna pay me. You know, never mind. When I don't operate like that. Now, there are people in my life that are very much so disposable, and they have been disposed of. But I don't really, I hadn't really had anybody around me that I felt was disposable. That I felt like if I lost them it wouldn't have some sort of impact, right? But again, everybody act like having attachments and having friends and, you know, having people that love you and, and valuing the people in your life like it's weak as hell. Like, I don't operate like that. I love the people that I love. And I show them that actively. Like, it's not a, you know, love is, is, is a word, but it's very much so a verb. Like, it's an action. So I actively show up and love the people in my life. I'm not unattached from anyone that's in my life. I am very much so attached. Things that happen to them affect me too. Nobody in my life goes through anything alone. I'm always there. And they are always with me whenever I have something going on. So ultimately, in order to stand on business, it's a couple of steps, right? Step number one is being able to admit that you're hurt acknowledge your hurt and check in with yourself. Is this my ego or is this something that was actually hurtful? Because for me, sometimes people do things and it's not a reflection of us. Sometimes that shit do be a personal attack, but sometimes 
Well, most of the time, people's actions are not a reflection of you or how they feel about you. Most of the time, it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves. People that are just nasty and just do unnecessary, unkind shit for no fucking reason, that's not a reflection of how they feel about you. That's a reflection of how the fuck they feel about themselves. So I had to check in with me when people was doing weird shit. Like, is this really about me? It can't be about me, but I still don't like the behavior. I don't appreciate it. So at the end of the day, I still have to remove remove myself from the situation because it's just not okay. But everybody has the right to choose what's best for them. But what they don't have the right to choose is what's best for you. So anytime you're in a situation and you feel uncomfortable or you feel like somebody is taking advantage or you're feeling like you're not loved properly, it is absolutely your responsibility to address that. Hey, I don't like the way you did this. Hey, that made me feel like this because we are absolutely always holding people that love us and make space for us accountable. If someone has love, if someone loves you and has volunteered because everything is voluntary, right? Ain't no, you, nobody is required to stay. The door is open. You can leave whenever you get good and ready. So if you have voluntarily decided to be in my life, then that means that you are going to abide by certain things in order to keep this attachment. You're going to have to respect these boundaries. You're going to need to show up in a certain type of way, right? So you need to openly and actively express what those what the concerns are. Hey, I don't like that you did this. This made me feel like this. And people that love you will hold space for you and they will make adjustments. Anytime you tell somebody, hey, you made me feel like this and they flip that shit on you or it turns into an argument, that is not somebody that loves and values you. I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you but it's not even if they don't agree a conversation should be had you expressing how how you feel should never result in an argument you expressing how you feel should never result in the loss of friendship or a relationship whatever it may be those people are supposed to hold space for you And if they can't hold space for you, unfortunately, sometimes you just have to let things go. Every I can forgive all things. I cannot forget everything. Some things I just will not be able to move past, especially if the apology doesn't feel sincere or especially if the apology comes with a but. Apologies don't come, don't come with buts. You can't say, I'm sorry, but you. Uh-uh. Because you're not taking accountability. You're putting it on me. I am sorry for what I did. I apologize for making you feel like this, period. It's nothing else to be discussed after that. So when people put you in those spaces, you just got to be able to acknowledge what it is and, and, and keep it pushing in whatever direction you decide. Because again, once somebody shows you who, who they are, you can't keep choosing to believe something else. And again, that was something that I still struggle with, which is why I'm taking the time right now to not date um, and not spend a lot of time with people. Because even in you know the situation I was in last year, that was something that I very much so romanticized. It was something that I very much so, like I said, kind of wanted to see what I wanted to see instead of seeing what this person was showing me, which ultimately led to me, you know, getting my feelings hurt. So when it comes to standing on business and when it comes to boundaries, um, it has greatly affected my relationships and my friendships. Um, I had a friend 
and we have been friends for a very, very long time. And I dated a young lady last year. And um, this friend in particular had a bad habit of being very, very judgy. And I'm a judgy ass bitch. Like I'm never about to sit up here and act like I'm not. Like I'm not. I am judgy. But um, I'm also human, right? And a lot of things are relatable to me. And I kind of try not to speak on shit that I really don't know or understand. But this person will always have a, and it was Christian based opinions, right? So she had a lot of opinions. She had a lot of, you know, things that she just knew that was fact and blah, 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 blah. Um, but when it came to her and her situation, she always had an excuse. Even if she had done the exact same thing I had done, there was a reason for why she did it while she was condemning me for doing the exact same thing. God bless. So again, I dated a woman last year and I am not someone that makes rash decisions. I am someone that, um, thinks things through, um, because I don't, typically make moves that don't make sense for me so while I had never dated a woman before um the woman that I did date I liked her a great deal um she was someone that I did see a future with and she was someone that I you know did want to spend a, a great deal of well I had plans on spending a great deal of time with and so it was very important to me um because again I had never dated a woman to you know I was nervous about the way that the people in my life were going to react. I was nervous about, you know, my friend, what my friends reactions were going to be. Uh, I was nervous about how my parents were going to receive that because, you know, really no one in my family um, is in a same sex relationship. So this is something that's very, very new. So I was like, oh, my God, like, what are they going to do? What are they going to say? So I was very, very proactive in making sure that the people in my life would respect my decision. Now they didn't have to agree, but they needed to respect it. Cause ultimately it was a choice that I was making for me because again, this wasn't something that, um, I saw coming. Um, this was not also not something that I chose. And the reason I say is it wasn't something that I chose was because when I met her, I immediately was like, oh my God, I love her. Like I wanted to spend time with her. I really wanted to get to know her. And I don't, I can't say what it was about her. Um, cause I didn't, I didn't know anything about her. Like I, it was like literally like the day that I met her, I was immediately like, who is this beautiful angel? And I just want to know her. I just want to be around her. And I had never felt like that about anybody before. Um, I, of course I had met people that I thought, you know, like were attractive and, you know, men and women, but definitely women that I thought like were attractive, but I had never had that type of attraction to a person before. And like I said, I didn't know anything about her. She could have been broke as fuck and poor and it didn't matter. Like I literally just wanted to get to know her. So it, like I said, it was very important that my family and my friends were respectful of that decision. And I told this friend in particular, like, Hey, you know, I'm dating a woman and our relationship was very, very estranged at the, at the time. Like we really didn't talk a whole lot. We maybe talk like once or twice a year or hang out once or twice a year. Um, because just over the years, I just didn't like the interaction. Um, and like I said, like the judgment, it was just egregious. Like, and I was over it at that point. Cause I'm like, I really don't give a fuck about how you feel about any decisions I make, what I eat don't make you shit. So, 
even if you do have an opinion, you can really shut that shit up your ass. Like, I'm just letting you know as a courtesy, but I really don't give a fuck about what you think. And for some reason, this person thought that I did, which is fine. Um, And I remember I told her, and we were at a bar, because by the way, this person was a drunk. We were at a bar, and the bitch started praying for me in the middle of the bar. And prayed that God would, you know, put bring bring somebody in my life. I, and I don't want to I don't want to misquote her. I pray that God bring somebody in my life that would love me fully, so that I wouldn't essentially feel the need to seek out a relationship with a woman because a man wouldn't give me the love that I so desired. And I ain't never been so packed up by some shit in my life. I'm like to insinuate that the only reason I'm dealing with this person is because I am, I have not been loved properly. It's crazy as fuck. It's crazy as fuck of you to say. Like, and how dare you? And like I said, I never was really honest about the way that her little digs used to make me fucking feel. But in that moment, like knowing that I'm, first of all, I am also very comfortable in solitude. Being in a relationship is never something that I have to be. I am very, very comfortable in being single and by myself. So to insinuate that I would be dating somebody because I I am so desperate to be loved now that I just figured, okay, well, fuck it. Let me date a girl. Girl, fuck you. And I never talked to her again after that. That shit pissed me. It was insulting. It pissed me the fuck off. And I was tired of those snide ass remarks. You got to go. I'm not dealing with this shit no more. Standing on fucking business. I standing on business with that was easy. Because I really been sick of your shit for a long ass time. I really was just looking for a reason to never talk to you again. But again, due to obligation because we've been friends so long. You know, you just kind of keep people lingering around. You don't have to do that. You don't owe nobody shit. If the friendship has run out, bitch, the friendship done run out. Pack that, pack it the fuck up and keep it pushing. You don't owe nobody shit. And I didn't owe her any more of my time and or energy. And what pissed me off even more was I was in a situation where I was dating a man that was in a relationship. I I wasn't dating him. I was fucking on a nigga that was in a relationship, okay? And when I told her that I was doing that because she knew who the person was, she was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, I figured that y'all two would find, you know, your way back to each other. So you was okay with me fucking on a nigga with a bitch. But me being gay, that that was the desperation. Girl, goodbye. Done. Right? Standing on business. That was a boundary for me. You gotta go. Another time last year, I had to really stand on business and, and, and hold a boundary was with my mom. So my mom has always put very unrealistic expectations on me and my sister. She's done it since we were very, very small children. And it's always bothered me. It's always bothered my sister. We just handle it in different ways. So my mom can be very, very unreasonable at times. And it's something that I just kind of like, well, that's my mom. You know, that's my mom. That's just kind of how she is. It's never going to change and just keeping it pushing. But it would bother me so much. And like I said in previous podcasts, that ultimately, you know, now I have like weird ass people pleasing behaviors and I'm always going over and above for people that really don't deserve it because I just, I have, I struggle with and I have difficulty with people being disappointed in me. 
So it caused me to overachieve in the people pleasing. So my mom had surgery last year. She had a major surgery last year. And the level of anxiety that I had around that surgery was crazy. Like, I was calling my sister every day like, bitch, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm so nervous. I know she's going to be over it. Like, my mom can be a tyrant when she is not feeling well. And she had broken her leg um, about a decade ago. And she acted a fucking fool about that shit. Like, when she couldn't do things for herself, she expected to be pampered like a princess. And I get, you know, when we don't feel well, you know, we do expect, you know, our family to show up and help us. I, I in particular, do not do that. I kind of like to nurse myself back to health. But, uh, baby, that's a whole other level of trauma. That's the independent woman trauma. <laughs> I just feel like I just need to handle everything myself. But, child, we ain't got enough time today to discuss that. But my mom, she can be a tyrant, right? So... I'm like, I'm going to get over here and she, and I'm going to be, because I took off a week to help her heal. And I'm like, she going to be in this bitch cutting up on me and acting a fool. And I just knew I did not have the capacity to deal with that anymore. I was not, I wasn't in that space anymore. I'm not the person that is passive when it comes to those type of behaviors anymore. I'm going to cuss you the fuck out. And there, you're not exempt because you're my mom. Because I wouldn't let nobody else do this shit. And I cannot allow you to do it simply because you're my parent. I can't. I don't deserve that. I do everything I can. I go over and above. And just because I don't do something exactly perfect to your liking, you're not going to berate me and make me feel like shit for it. I can't do that anymore. And I remember I had a conversation with my dad and I said, look, work is really stressful right now. I'm dealing with all of these different things. If I come over here to help her recover from them surgery, I'm not fucking with none of that bullshit. She not going to be in that bitch yelling at me. She not going to be in here acting like I'm doing something to her and I'm not. She not going to be in here making up shit and stirring up a bunch of bullshit. I'm going to leave y'all and I'm going to go home. And I remember my dad was like, well, baby, that's just who your mom is. And I said, and I just am who I am. And it's not okay. It's not okay. Because that shit hurts my fucking feelings. Knowing that I'm going out of my way, knowing that I'm taking off a week of work and I don't have a job where I can really even be off. So I'm still going to have to be working and I still got cake orders and everything else I have to get done because my mom was supposed to have the surgery in January, but then they pushed it up. But I already got orders and everything in place. So my world don't stop because you're having this surgery, right? So I need you to work with me because I'm already overwhelmed and I'm going to be stressed. So please don't make this any more difficult than it has to be. And he was like, baby, that's just your mama. And I said, look, I'm telling you what's going to happen. I'm, and I'm telling you because I'm going to have a conversation with her about it too. And I told her, I said, mama, I love you. There is nothing that I will not do for you from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. You know, I always got you, but your behavior is disgusting at times. And there is no way in hell that you are going to sit in this house and mistreat me while I am only trying to help you. I'm not doing it. And if you do, I will leave you in this bitch by yourself. And I mean it. And my mama sat on that phone and cried. And she said, well, Mila, I am just who I am. And I don't know why you are making this as difficult. I said, and you are just who you are. And I am just who I am. And this is a boundary for me. I do not 
deserve to be treated that way. And I will not. I will not. And when I tell you me and my mother's relationship now is a thousand times better than it was prior to her having that surgery. Because not only did she respect the boundary, she was constantly aware of her behavior. And she was thoughtful, and she was considerate, and she was kind, and my mother healed beautifully. Her surgeons are like, we have never seen anyone heal the way that she has healed. Like, she is doing amazing. And we are amazing. Like I said, she made space for my feelings, but I had to make her aware of how I felt and how her behavior impacted me. I had to hold her accountable for that even though she was my mom. And that's the thing. Like, everybody that does shit that can be hurtful or make you feel some type of way, not all of it is malicious. I don't believe that what she did was malicious. But I do believe that it was just something that she has always done. Like she said, Mila, you know who I am. She's always done this. This shit is a part of her personality, and I respect that. But it's not okay with me. And so you cannot do that with me. I don't give a fuck about who else you do it to, but you can't do that shit with me. It's not okay. Me and my best friend and the whole wide world right now are not speaking due to standing on motherfucking business. I'm not fucking playing about the way people treat me no more. I treat people too well. And this, this, this is not no, like the whole humble shit is out the window. I'm a damn good friend. I am a damn good partner. I'm a damn good sister. I'm a damn good daughter. I go out of my motherfucking way for everybody that I love and I care about because I love to see them happy. I love to see the people that I love happy and to know that I was able to contribute to the happiness. I love that. That shit brings me so much joy to be able to love on my people like that. I take pride in it. But I, one thing, I, and, and I don't do it to get nothing in return, but when you are continuously shown, well, bitch, I don't really value what the fuck you do. Well, maybe, maybe, let me take a step back. Because ultimately, when you value things and when you love things, you treat it a certain type of way. You're not all willy-nilly with some shit that you love and care about. You're intentional about the way you move. Me, Like I said, me and my best friend, we are not speaking. Because I told her somebody did something that bothered me. And one thing that we've always had issues with is she is very, very passive. She is very, very passive. But somebody that's close to her, actually a few somebodies that are close to her recently did shit that made me feel some type of way. I didn't appreciate it. And when I brought it to her attention, like, hey, that bothered me. The first thing out her motherfucking mouth was, and hey, no, let me go back. Hey, that bothered me. Why didn't you address it? Is what I said. And she said, well, bitch, everybody don't just go around cussing people the fuck out all the time. That's you. That's what you do. You the one that go around and just cuss people out all the time. And I'm like, uh, first of all, you fucking tried it. And how dare you make me the problem for holding people accountable when they do weird shit to me. If, listen, if I'm the problem for that, then I'll be that. 
I'll be there every time because I'm never about to sit up and, and be around a bunch of people that, you know, mistreat me or talk to me crazy or whatever. Because again, I can see if I did the same, I can see if I was a old nasty old slick old underhanded shady shiesty motherfucker. I can see that, but I'm not. I'm not. And and again, I don't have a bunch of people in my life that do this type of shit. Really, me cussing people out is is a lot more rare than you would believe. Because the, the boundaries are there. So motherfuckers don't even get close enough to me where I give a fuck about them enough to even feel the need to cuss their ass out. I just won't talk to you no more. But there are people, unfortunately, that forget who the fuck I am and I have to remind them. So I had a conversation with her. I expected her to address it for whatever reason. She, you know, just to her, it wasn't a big deal. Although I told her it was a big deal to me. And we have bumped heads a couple of times last year. And again, when people that I love do certain things, my reactions are just not the same. So because I love her, because we've been friends for a thousand motherfucking years, I just, it's going to change. It's going to get better. You know, she's just going through something right now. We're going to get past it until the behaviors didn't change. (laughs) And I'm like, is this the new version of you? Or is this who you've always been? And I've just been ignoring who you are. But I'm not okay with this version of you. Because while no, I don't expect you to cuss somebody out. I do expect that if somebody that is close to you does something to me, I absolutely expect you to address it 100%. Even if it's just, hey, what you did to Mila wasn't cool. And in the future, I would just appreciate it if you didn't do that anymore. Like, that wasn't cool. I ain't telling you got to cut them off. I ain't saying you got to go all off on a tangent and do a whole bunch of extra shit. Just, yeah, that wasn't cool the way you handled that. I don't like the way you did that. That wasn't cool. And that's my best friend. And because she always shows up for me and because she always goes out of her way to support me and make sure that I am okay, I need to show up for her and make sure that she's okay. And not only do I not appreciate what you did to her, you also owe her a fucking apology. But my girl couldn't do that. My girl said, bitch, it ain't that big of a deal, so I ain't saying shit. So like I said, holding a boundary... And, you know, she was just like, I like once I said what I said, like, because you've been in my life so long, I will never cut you off. But please know if this was anybody else, I would never, I would have never talked to their ass again. The only reason that I will even consider being friends is at this point, I can't really say that we best friends. We are friends. We will always be friends because we are our family but she has she has not treated me like I am her best friend so that that is a title that is earned and right now it's not hers you threw that shit in the trash when you disregarded how the fuck some shit made me feel it's not okay I don't I don't never disregard how she feel about shit I always hold space for her even if I don't agree it's not okay I am expecting and, and, it's, and it's, it's really a catch-22 because you really can't expect you from other people. But in certain relationships, I do. I do. I do expect you to be more than the fuck you being. If I am your best friend, then that's how the fuck you need to show up. 
If you love me, I need to be able to feel that shit. I'm not feeling that right now. I don't feel like you love me. Because you're not acting like it. I, I just can't hold space with people like that in my life right now. And it's 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 a difficult thing. Like I said, just going through the most, just trying to feel my feelings, really checking in and making sure that I am clear on what it is I'm feeling and knowing that how the fuck I feel is valid. I got to stop excusing others behavior and not holding them accountable because I love them. That's bullshit. When I dated that young lady last year, every fucking thing she did because I loved her, I overlooked it. I overlooked it. I kept fucking making excuses for her behavior, even though that shit was hurting me. Because I loved her and I loved her and I loved her. There was literally nothing that I would not have done for her. All I wanted was for her to be happy and I wanted her to heal and I wanted us to progress together. Ultimately, that person showed me over and over and told me over and over again, I was not somebody that she valued. I wasn't somebody that she, you know, wanted to be with or have a relationship with or any of that. I, I really, I can't tell you what the fuck it was. I can't, I don't know if it was just boredom. I can't say if it was because her, her family lived somewhere else and her friends lived somewhere else. I really can't, I don't know. But ultimately, no matter how the fuck I felt about her, that was not a situation where I was treated well. That was a situation where I was mistreated, that I was treated unfairly. And that was enough to hold the boundary. But again, Holding a boundary is not easy. Them feelings still have not gone away. This is somebody that I still very much so love. That I am still very much so sad as fuck that I cannot talk to her. It's not easy. Not talking to my best friend, that shit is not easy. It is hard. Holding that boundary with my mama, it was hard. My mom is never angry with me. That shit could have went a million different ways, but I was willing to let it go that way because I cannot have nobody in my life that is showing me that they do not value me. I can't have nobody around me because I love me too much. I love me too much. I have gone through so much in the last couple of years to really build myself up, build my confidence up, find out who I am, hold space for the people that are around me, hold space for myself. I cannot love myself 100% if I am allowing people in my life that are supposed to love me to mistreat me. I have to cut off the access even if that shit hurts me. Because ultimately in the end, it'll be better for me, but that shit hurt. And I think people get so caught up in that fucking hurt that they keep allowing themselves to get hurt over and over and over and over again instead of just letting that shit hurt. If you just let that shit hurt right now and remove yourself, you will feel so much better in the long run because that fucking damage of just letting that shit build up over and over and over. You, I have been in spaces before where I have been so fucking depleted and so beat down that when I looked up, I didn't even fucking recognize myself. I didn't know who the fuck I was. Because I was so busy letting everybody else dictate who the fuck I was. Please choose you. 
You got to be your favorite fucking person. You got to be your number one. If you are not your fucking number one, nobody else will treat you with the love and respect you desire because you don't even show that you love yourself. The boundaries are for you. The boundaries protect you. You should be the, the number one person in your life that you should fucking protect is you. But like I said, that shit ain't easy. It's not easy. But the trauma from staying in some shit that you should have removed yourself from, this hurt that I'm experiencing right now in the long run will be worth it compared to what the fuck I would be going through if I kept returning to situations that had shown me over and over again, do not fucking serve me. So I'll take the hurt right now, baby. I didn't cry so many tears. Like I said, some days I don't want to talk to anybody. This is a weird ass space that I'm in. It's not something that I'm used to. But every day, I take it day by day. I go to the gym every day. In the morning now, I'm reading my little book of prayers. When I first wake up, instead of jumping up and grabbing that dumbass phone or checking my emails from work, I wake up and I'm making space for me and I have time with God. And then I start my day. So this little new path we're on, it's weird. But I can't allow anybody else in my space. Like I said, I'm still not dating. I'm still not getting out here getting to know nobody. Listen, I talk to my sister a whole lot. I talk to my other best friends a whole lot. But I am just taking the fucking space I need for me because I need it. And when I'm ready, we'll see. But right now, I'm not ready. And I got to heal myself. And I got to allow this shit to hurt while I'm healing so that I can learn and so I can grow. But this was this was really a piece of my heart that I gave y'all today because this shit was really on me. It's been on me so heavy. And I just had to get it off of me. So thank y'all for listening. As usual, I appreciate y'all. If this resonated with you, hit me up. You know, I love the conversations that we have after the podcast gets posted. But please know I love y'all. And if you just want to talk about, you know, being in this space, if you're in a similar space, let's talk about it. We ain't got to go through this shit by ourselves. All right. I love y'all. And again, this has been another episode of the Tea and Toxic.